Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Irregular Bitches, the podcast for hot, hip and happening midlifers. Hot because we're flushing all over the place, hip because we all need new ones and happening because we're dead fashionable, i.e. we wore 90s fashion in the 90s. I'm Sarah Kaywood and my co-host is delectable Lou Mitchell all the way over there in sunny Stamford in Lincolnshire. It's a bit posh like Lou. Thank you very much. (laughs) Do you mind me saying you're posh? Couldn't give a monkey's mate. Oh, good. It occurred to me when I wrote it. I was like, I wonder if she gets offended by me by saying she's posh all the time. You love it. No, you love no, it. It's you... all right. I'm, hold, I'm holding on to my working class roots. Don't you worry. I just went to a posh school. <laughs> she went to boarding school, people. Um, how are you, babe? You all right? Yeah, no, I'm good. Thank you very much. I'm still trying to sort, sort my sleep out, but I'll get I'll get there, I'm sure. Okay, I'm getting about four hours sleep a night. Sorry, I've just given away who I guess all right, is. No, that's fine. Yeah, no, I don't care. Spot so, right, the person that's not a professional. Sh- sh- you ready? Just, I- I've got a whole preamble, but it's Kate Thornton. Anyway, let me just talk. She's. I'm going to do an intro first. Right, so let me just quickly tell you, I can't walk today. I can barely walk because Lou's been taking the piss out of me for this. I did legs, bums and tums for the first time yesterday. <laughs> I, I said so she's totally stuck in the well I said 90s to be polite but she did point out it's probably more 80s. like the 80s mm. legs bumps and tums bumps people and tums. yes it's um what's it what's that word menopause brain fog when oh it's deceptive deceptively looks easy it's not it's hard and it hurts right anyway let's get on to Kate Our guest today is one of television's true professionals, having enjoyed a career spanning nearly 30 years. Spending her formative years in print media, she was the first woman and youngest ever editor of Smash Hits magazine, FYI, before moving into TV and presenting, I know, and presenting some proper bangers over the years from The X Factor to Loose Women to This Morning. Most recently, she's taken to the airwaves, hosting her own show on Greatest Hits Radio, presenting shows on Radio 2, and now... She can add hit podcaster to the long list with White Wine Question Time, which frankly is a bit of us. We are here for it and all the other very 21st century ways of saying we think it's rather good. Please welcome Kate Thornton! That's so kind. Babe, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you both? Yeah, we're really well. Now, we touched on this just before we started recording. I said I was going to say some things about Kate and Lou and I were like, ooh, what? Do you know, Kate always had a reputation when I was in telly mm. oh. of being what we call a safe pair of hands. Oh, that's nice. I like that. A true oh. professional. They were like, you want a safe pair of hands for this live show? Get Thornton in. She oh. just is unflappable, un, like, 
she just doesn't make mistakes. You know, she, I mean, she's not a pro. Like deck at that sort oh, of thing. I do. I do. Yeah, she's I a true make mistakes. I quite like, I like it when things go wrong. I love the moments I live for are the moments <sighs> where it all goes wrong. I like the wheels coming off. It's exciting. Is that wrong? Oh, uh, yeah, but you, you can style your way out of it. Perhaps that's what being a safe pair of hands is. Maybe. maybe I don't know. So, well, whereas I have, I remember once doing. Well, I did party in the park once and I just dried on air. And did you? Know, you? Oh, there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse. And a minute can be such a long time when you've got nothing to Die say. Die a little bit inside. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> not that I think you've ever not got something to say, Miss Kaywood. I know. I haven't experienced that, Kate. I, I literally haven't experienced the silence of the Kaywood. <laughs> Irregular. Bitches. Do you remember coming to my first ever flat to do a pilot for Lee Francis? Gosh. Yes. That. Yeah, that was years wow. ago. That was when he was Barry Gibson. Yeah, yeah, one of them. I think it was around the bear as well. And oh, he came the bear. It's like a pulp song because uh, Kate. Yeah, ooh, the bear. So Kate the bear. came into my flat ooh. and I literally just bought it. Well, no, it's just come back to haunt me because my son um, googled me one night when he was um, he was not he was on a sleepover and he was missing his mum. So he googled me. I mean, it's the weirdest thing, right? That your kid can Google you. And uh, he found, Cute. he found, he found a thumbnail of me and who he knows as Matilda's dad, right, Lee Francis. So he's like, oh, mm. and it was the bear, and the bear has you know, a massive hard on. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. Oh, that's traumatizing. Poor, oh, poor lad. <laughs> oh no! I mean, how old is he? How old no, is this now? Is a, is he like he's, four, he's fourteen now, but this is a while back. And he was like, "What? Right. Why would Lee do that to you? Why is he? Why is he a bear? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a freak." Uh, well, no, the character was a freak. Lee isn't a freak. Um, so yeah, Kate came over to do this pilot, and I remember it was just—it was like a pulp song. There was wood chip on every single wall, and uh, and it was—I was slightly embarrassed about the state of this doer upper that I'd bought for 120. Well, I bought it for 120 grand. Wow. so that's showing my age. You should be proud of London. yourself for buying a, any property. Full stop. Let alone don't worry about the wood chip on the wall. <laughs> It was, it was all the rage back then, babe. <laughs> we just painted over it, didn't we? We did. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what we nobody, did. Nobody ever went, oh, this is horrible. Let's take it off. We're like, oh, we better paint it. Let's paint it green. So it'll really show. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I painted mine dark burgundy. <laughs> it's kind of like white dog poo, though. Like you just don't see it anymore. I know, I know. We, we miss it. I don't miss the white dog poo. No, we don't. We I, don't actually, miss it, I, I don't miss the wood poo <laughs> either. Um, no. Can I, t Lou, can I tell you a yes. fact I found out about Kate today when I was, I didn't need to research that much, just wanted to check I got all the shows and everything. Can I um, just say, I love the look of fear that goes over Kate's face whenever you say anything <laughs> like that. It's just the thought of anyone Googling me is just what horrific. The fuck is she going to come out with? I, do you know what? I think I'd rather stand <laughs> in Trafalgar Square naked than look at my Google search results. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. Apparently, on. Kate was the one that is basically directly responsible for Candle in the Wind being reborn as the Diana anthem. She, and Anne, that's no, what no, it said. Not, not that's directly. what it's. That's well, sort no. of because wasn't Just okay. You said it doesn't mean it's true. Yeah, but you tell you tell the story. I did play it. You tell the story. Oh, make it make you it see, true. You did Kate. play it. I I. Uh, I did play it. I played it over. I was on air the day Diana died, and I had to cut together a tribute package to her as a, a wow. princess of the young, you know, for young causes. 
And I didn't, it was a Sunday when she died and there was no access to the music library on a Sunday. So I literally had to just use whatever music I had in my car. I just got back from a holiday in Ibiza. All I had was like club music and Elton John's greatest hits. So it was a toss up between sort of sad songs. No, yours, no. I was going through the track listing, no. And then I was like, yes, she was our Norma Jean. She was our Marilyn, that works. And then it, I guess other people heard oh. it and adopted it and it built from there. But listen, somebody was always going to be the first person to play it. I, you know, and maybe I was, maybe I was, was, maybe you. I don't and know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, but I, think, yes, so. I think you should dumb. take that. Uh, there's probably somebody out there that did it before me and I just feel like they would be madly disingenuous to claim it unless I could prove it. Well, I think it's been proved. Anyway, another question for you. Do you remember the 90s? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because I didn't really drink in the 90s. How come? I remember more than most, actually. Because I was busy. I was work- And do you know what? I was just having such a good time. I didn't need to alter my state. My state was amazing. Mm. I was, you know, I was presenting and traveling and just you know, seeing the world, having the time of my life. The idea of sort of blotting that down. Mm just seemed like a madness. So so actually, you know, I went to all the parties, but I can remember them all. I had a great time, you know. I probably drink, you know, I drink more now as a mother than I ever did <laughs> as a ladette from the 90s. <laughs> That's not true. I'm being facetious. We hear you. Um, yeah, as, I mean, I guess true. actually, I, I suppose I, I didn't, I, I think the noughties were more of a lost decade for me, really, because I was just, I'd only just started my TV career in the 90s, so I was... I was too scared yeah. to get shit-faced at a party in case somebody didn't want to hire me for the next job. I was like, oh, I better be good, yeah. you know. Or if you had a show to get up for the next day, you can't do the sort of shows that I was making with a crashing hangover. You just can't. And I didn't want to. I loved, you know, I, was, I wanted to be present and in the moment because mm. the moments were brilliant. They were exceeding all my um, expectations ever. So, like, it just didn't... Didn't make sense to me. I mean, I, I used to drive everywhere. I was known for it. Mm. And I could nurse a glass of wine all night. Mm. I remember you driving everywhere, actually. Yeah, yeah. And it just didn't bother me. And then I'd just have a coffee and go home, you know. But I was happy. I was always, yeah. you know, very happy. Not, to, and, But never stood in judgment of anyone that was, like, you know, scraping themselves off the floor. <laughs> I did. I mean, I can't lie. There was the old festival. But you, not when I was working. But there <laughs> um, do you feel proud to have been such a, a part of such an important time in youth culture? Because really, Kate, actually, you were properly on the front line. Like you were in print magazine all the way through, like from Smash Hits. What, were you twenty two when you edited Smash Hits? Twenty two. No, twenty one. Twenty one. Bloody hell, woman! <laughs> so yeah, I, mean, I need to change amazing. that Wikipedia page. Somebody's put it on there as twenty two. Yeah, twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. And that's amazing. Yeah, no, listen, I, I love You know, but you don't it. sit there at the time and think, oh, I'm at the forefront of, you know, all this that's happening. You're just so immersed in it. It's only mm. when you look back that you go, wow, what a time to be alive and what a place to be living, you know, in the, in the editor's chair at Smash Hits or hosting Top of the Pops or mm. you know, launching Pop Idol, whatever it was, you know, those, those were moments that sort of, will forever be, you know, they, they will forever culturally sort of help to define, not define, but help to, to contribute to defining that, that time. And um, yeah, it's amazing. It was the, it was the best. I was the luckiest. Yeah, we had a great time. We did, you had a great time too, didn't you, Lulu? I, yeah, no. So I'm 
52 this year so I'm a couple of years older than both of you so my I've just <gasps> recently joined a no rave way. group Yay. on Facebook <laughs> oh, I know and it's sent you all these photographs because I started raving in the 80s everybody else was like no 90s, 90s I was like late 80s underground clubs thoroughly enjoying myself thank you. you very much it's just literally taking me back to it and some of the photographs are hilarious except I've just had somebody say no I can't believe it's you and I'm looking at them going no yeah. idea who that you are. A now, doesn't it? Yeah. You're, you're going to have to ask them, Louise. You're going to have to just come clean and ask. I can't. I can't. I don't want to know. <laughs> Good for you, though. Irregular. Bitches. You, I'm 50 in August. You're 50 next year, aren't you? Are you um are you deep into yes. the menopause madness? Is that is that happening in Thornton Land? Yes. And perimenopause, definitely. 100%. Um, yes. And what a picnic it is from hell. Are you struggling, though? No, not at the moment I'm not, but I have most definitely. Um, I think that I've managed to get... Um, I think i managed to get a handle on it, um, but it's taken a while to get there. It is, you know, it's, it's such an upheaval. It knocks you off your feet. Not everybody. Everybody has a different experience of it. I've found it to be mind-blowingly, bewilderingly tricky... Um, at times but now you know having experimented with the right kind of HRTs mm -hmm. to work for me and getting the doses right wrapping lifestyle around it changing the way I exercise I mean you can't just you can't like, you can't just rely on one thing to fix you all of those things so everything changes at a time when you don't recognize yourself you can't remember anything you're irrational you're emotional you're sad you're angry, you're all of those things at any given moment for no good reason. Right. And, I, and I, I found that really hard, but I have approached it like I would approach a documentary. I've researched the hell out of it. I've armed myself with information. I've grilled doctors endlessly. And I think it's really important that you find the right doctor for you. Mm -hmm. Um, because this is somebody that's going to be with me now. My doctor's amazing, but you know, I kissed a few frogs mm -hmm. uh, to get to her. Not that anybody else was bad. It's just that she got me. She's a, a, she's an absolute expert in this field. And I think it's a lot to expect our general practitioners to become sudden menopause experts when they're not even obliged to study it to qualify in the first place, you know? Um, so there's, there's, you know, there's all kinds the, of... The first problem. The, yeah, which is like everybody's sort of entry point into trying to figure out how to deal with this. So it becomes a lottery. Is my doctor any good? Have they done, you know... Uh, an e-module online that's available to them to learn more about the menopause or have they not you just don't know so that there's a mm. lot of that and the doctor that I've got now is phenomenal and she did you know she didn't she never said I'm going to give you you know a magic cure it's like let's try to find the treatment that works for you and everything's trial and error you've got to give everything sort of at least three months to see if it's working mm -hmm. and you know 18 months on I feel like me again but it's been 18 months where some days I just didn't know myself. Mm. Well, how long has it taken you to sort of get to the point where you're feeling in control? I yeah. Guess is, I guess is the way we're feeling. Oh, I certainly feel out of control anyway. Mm -hmm. That's and it's a really nice place. I feel like I'm having a holiday from my menopausal self at the moment. And it's really nice to be sort of revisiting the old me. Mm. And uh, But equally, you know, I've learned enough to understand that actually what I'm taking now at the moment 
you know, and I use lots of different things. I've used supplements, I've used CBD oil. I absolutely have lent in on HRT and not all of it worked for me, but I got there in the end and Mm -hmm. don't give up would be my advice just because maybe the patches don't work for you well. Try the gels and if the gels are out of um, stock because we're having this unforgivable kind of deficit Mm -hmm. of product to meet demand to help Mm -hmm. all of these women that are really trying their very best to, you know, get their hands on it yeah and yeah Live and their get, their, get their yeah. minds back get their bodies back because it all goes all at once it's like somebody comes and pulls all your wires out and then you can't remember which go i mean it's your haywire oh i cut you i have just described i'd like of all the guests we've had on you've probably in a nutshell described it the best and also the hrt thing it's like buying it's like ba- buying a pair of jeans, Nailed isn't it. it? You have to shop around to find the jeans that fit you best. Yeah. And I just think HRT is very much that. 100%. So I only started adding in, um, I started using CBD oil because I really started suffering with anxiety in a way I hadn't uh, in my entire adult life, pretty much. Um, and that really frightened me because it just came, it would come from nowhere. And, um, and you just have to learn to uh, work your way through it and be okay with it. And so I found CBD all help with that. But actually, I didn't start using anything uh, like that until I'd got what I felt was my HRT right. Right. Um, and I did with the, you know, with the gel. Like, for example, the gel worked for me, and then it stopped working. And it stopped working because there were issues around distribution and some batches weren't good, and you wouldn't know if you got a good batch or not. So then I had to move on to a spray, a Lanzetto spray, because my doctor felt that she couldn't prescribe with confidence the gel, which works when it's transported correctly, but not Mm. when it isn't. So you can't confidently prescribe that product. So then you start again and you're like, oh, but that really worked for me and I was good again. And then back you go to the beginning. And I've tried all kinds of things, you know, um, from oral progesterone to a coil. I take testosterone, which has been a complete game changer for me. But then on top of that, I eat differently. I exercise differently. so I've, I've changed a lot. What I did that was wrong in the first place was I tried to do it all at once because mm. I was just attacking it. I was like, right, mm. it's me mm. against you. I'm going to win. <laughs> or, so or no, it's not. me against me. Yeah. Shut up, sit down. Yeah. You, it is, it's me. Exactly, it's me against yeah. me. And then you keep, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. Irregular. Bitches. Can I ask what, um, how you exercise differently now then? So I don't do anything like hit anymore or cardio. I do a bit of cardio, but right. <laughs> excuse me. I do weight training, weight bearing exercise, resistance okay. and strength training because okay. that's better for our bodies as we get older. It also means that you're not yeah. holding on some of that cortisol, which can then, uh, it's like a stress adrenaline, mm. isn't it? Mm. Cortisol, which yeah. can then sit as fat. Um and also, you know, your body goes through, you know, I certainly did extreme bloating, water retention, you know, so it's understanding that actually the best way to treat water retention is to drink loads of water. But in order for your body to get kind of to the right levels, you have to do that consistently. Everything takes time and you're in a place where all you want is a quick fix. And they're just, I don't think there is one. Oh. You're so wise. Sadly. You always were. Kate and I used to have the same agent and I would always be, I just would, but she was like, I, I know Kate's going to have the answer to this. She's very fantastic. Fanta- you are, you know what you are? You're like a, like a baby Miriam Stoppard. Not true. You're like, it's just, I think, you know, you could just sort us out. That, uh, that's a compliment, by the way, because Louise is <laughs> laughing. Like that, but not. you know, if... Louise! 
That is a compliment. But if you'd have spoken to me a year... I mean, I suppose we're all going to know who Miriam Stoppard was, but certainly my kids wouldn't. Well, they're not listening, <laughs> then, They babe. wouldn't be listening to this. No. But uh, you say that, you know, a year ago, I didn't have any of the answers. I just had a load of questions that I couldn't remember mm. half the time because I couldn't remember anything. So it all yeah. depends on right. when you kind of talk to me about this. I'm in a much better place where I can reflect and share some learnings. And these are just things that have worked for me, by the way. They might not work for you or anyone else. Yeah. It's mm. just finding, you have to learn to listen to your body and you also have to learn to look after yourself. And it's like taking on a job you haven't applied for, you didn't want, you don't get paid for, on top mm. of an already stretched load. You know, I'm a full-time working single parent. I don't have the bandwidth to then take on the job of being menopausal and trying to fix that. Uh, but I've mm. had to create time which is slowing down, exercising properly, walking a lot, drinking loads of water, eating shit boring food and going through very steady steps of using different doses or different products of HRT until I landed on the ones that were right. And if you had told me at the beginning it was going to take 18 months, I would have been furious. But now, fortunately, my hormones are balanced and I'm less angry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, can I just ask you, Kate? <laughs> I um, I've started taking collagen because I was because I said to Kate over a voice note recently. I was like, "Why does your hair always look epic?" She was like, "Collagen, babe, collagen." So I'm taking one now. I've only just started though, so I haven't noticed a difference yet. But I'm cautiously optimistic. But again, what works for me might not work for you, and mm. vice versa. And and also this time next week, my hormones could spike, and everything that I'm doing won't be enough. And then I go back again <sighs> and. That's what you have to expect and exactly. Be for. It's so frustrating, so frustrating mm. that it's not. It's not just a fix. That's it. I'm done yeah. until you know I'm however old. It's like it's going to change. It's going to mm. change because you'll change. You know, it's like we're reversing up the driveway of youth. <laughs> I've never been any good at that. Um, <laughs> I weave, weave, weave around all over the place. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss right well let's back out of the cul-de-sac of of um menopause and i want to talk about white wine question time because it's i remember you starting it thinking what an epic idea so it's 2018 wasn't it what what gave you the idea was it just like how can i get pissed with no. my mates and earn money about for to it be corrected oh are we not is it no, not it 2018 it, no no it was before no, no, lockdown it was, wasn't it, it? Yeah, it was. It was the first week of um, 2019. I just thought I'm going to crash in on dry jam. So almost right. Oh, good um, girl. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and yeah, absolutely. Yes, been three and a half years now. Over 200 mm -hmm. guests. 
and I've Absolutely. loved it. It's my dream. It's my dream show. I, I wrote it and came up with the idea and got it on its feet. And at a time when there weren't, you know, not everybody podcasted in the way that they do now. There were certainly less of us. So I was mm -hmm. able to kind of find my way to an audience probably a lot quicker than you would find today if you were launching from scratch. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, we started at the end of 2019, didn't we, Lou? Was that? Yes. So we worked. We did. Was it 2019? Yes, 20. Yeah, because we worked all the way through yes, lockdown. Yes, it was, because it was yeah. locked down then by the so, March. Yeah. So we started yeah. um, recording from home. Um, so do you genuinely sit and drink wine? Do you want yes. to sit and have a glass of wine? Not, not every episode, because some people are recovering alcoholics or yeah. it's nine, nine o'clock in the morning and it's, you know, inappropriate or they might be mm -hmm. at work on a filming break. But um, fundamentally, more often than not, yes, absolutely. I just think that's lovely because it just makes it, I mean, even if you're only having the odd glass, none of us menopausal women can drink that much anymore, especially wine. But it just is just... I immediately, it's like it becomes a conversation. It just is. It like, I mean, podcasting relaxed. is very relaxed anyway, but even more so, I think. Can I just ask your white wine of choice, Miss Thornton? Uh, it changes. I quite like a Gavi at the moment, but um, mm. I will always um, head first to a Chablis. Ah, yes. Nice. What, Lude, when you used to drink <laughs> white wine. And if I'm in a Weatherspoons, it's got to be a Sauvignon. <laughs> oh, no, they're too peachy. Yes. They're too peachy for me. I can always oh. smell the peaches. <laughs> I am an ABC girl, but except I'm not. I'm a bit fussy in that, which my, my dad coined this phrase, anything but Chardonnay. Uh, yeah, I don't girl. like Chardonnay. Yeah, I probably uh, fit into that. Yeah, but actually, I like a I'm pretty, I like mm. a sancerre with Christmas dinner, weirdly. Yeah. Um, but, I, um, mm. but I love a Pinot Grigio. Just say light. Something light. I see, I'm not yeah, a Pinot no, fan. You've lost me. No, Chenin Blanc, like yeah. No. No, not Pinot Blanc, too sweet. Lovely. I don't like sweet oh, really? wine. Too light for me. Yeah, yeah. Out here on my own. Something a bit more punchy. Yeah, Lou, I'm with you. I think if you're gonna have a couple of glasses, you want to feel the effects, right? Nothing too light and like was that right. Was that squash? No. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I need more. What, so, so this um, irregular <laughs> yeah. bitches recommends Kate Thornton's recommendation for white wine <laughs> is yeah. a, a nice gavi. I'm with you on the gavi actually, and also. I like it. I think you get to our age, you don't, you're not spending a fiver on a bottle of wine anymore. You're going to spend seven or eight. Well, I'll tell you what, I live, I live right near a Tesco Express and they do a brilliant Gavi for less than a tenner. Yeah, more Perfect. than five, less Happy than days. ten. That's sort of the rule, I think, isn't it? Um, what's been your favourite, what's been your favourite guest? Who's been your favourite guest? Oh my God, that's like asking to choose your favourite child. Uh, especially because really so is. many of the guests have been my friends, so I, I cannot mm. answer that. Every conversation is, a... is like its own little entity to me. And they, yeah. you you know, you go to them all at different points in different moods and they give you something different. Um, so uh, it would be so, I mean, there's, there's just so many brilliant conversations in our back catalogue with amazingly interesting people that give me, you know, incredible access to them to just sit and chat and ask loads of questions and you know mm -hmm. the idea is is that we ask three thought-provoking questions over three glasses of wine and mm -hmm. where the conversation starts and where it stops and where it goes in between you can never predict it's wonderful so yeah it's a really hard one to just say just say one I can't, i'm not gonna i can't has anybody has anybody has anybody made you laugh oh god loads of them have made me laugh out loud Jeez, like, I mean, on. most of them, I'm just scrolling through my list now. Okay, so um, 
Okay, so well, anything with Lee Francis. So I did. There's an episode mm, with Lee right. Francis, Chris Moyles, and Joe Swash. All three of them together. Oh, that Lord. is oh. that is <laughs> wow. outrageous. That's a, that is outrageously funny. I love that. Um, uh, who else came on that was? Oh, oh God, Alex Zane and Dave Berry. They they made me laugh. My so many, so many. Um, Martin brilliant. Martin Kemp and Shirley Holliman because of the brilliant stories that they shared from the 80s, the height of that kind amazing. of whole new romantic, them mm. falling in love thing. I mean, and then we've had amazing comedians on. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, with just so many. Russell Kane was brilliant. Um, Anne Hegarty was really funny. Craig Revel Horwood's hilarious. Daisy May Cooper and I talked about how we ended up with the in a catfishing love triangle that ended up all over the papers, which was hilarious with no. the sea captain, oh. which was oh. just brilliant. So that's well worth listening to. As is last, last Christmas's episode. So they're all up there in the back catalogue. But on Christmas Day last year, we reunited the cast of Grange Hill. And oh, that was come brilliant. On. Yeah. yeah. Oh <laughs> my God. Yeah. Who are we talking? Zamo? Yeah. Faye. Roland. No, Roland was recovering from surgery, but other than that, I had the I, no I, Roland. I had a cracker of a lineup. Oh. Mm. oh, that's amazing. Oh, just I'm yeah. literally gobsmacked at this point at this point, because that would just I'm I'm searching it up as we speak. That's amazing. But then equally this Christmas we had um we had Ali Jones and his stories were so phenomenally funny and brilliant that I would say he was one of our funniest episodes as well. So there's just loads in there. Go and have a rummage around. Um, can we? Perfect. Can I just say very quickly? We're gonna have to let let Kate go in a minute. But I uh, was listening the, the other day when you were doing Richard and Judy, and you told this really funny story about how you you were meant to be. Um, uh, I think you were just doing the showbiz segment with them, and then Judy was ill, and R- Richard was like, "It's all right, Kate can do standing for Judy." And you actually had come straight from an awards show or something, and you were like, "I can't possibly <gasps> do that," but you did because you know because you can because you're a safe pair of hands. Well, I wasn't that day. I was. Um, I really wouldn't. It wouldn't have put. I was put it this way. I wouldn't. I wasn't in a fit state to drive, let alone host. I'd been at the Brits all night. <laughs> I hadn't been to bed. I bet. I bet you were brilliant. That's I bet impressive. you were brilliant. I bet you're brilliant. Um, Kate. So obviously, we can look forward to more white wine question time. Where else can we find all your creativity and fabulousness? Oh well, I mean, just the podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts, um, just yeah, just go there. Just go and lend us your ears. If you fancy it, and if you don't, totally understand. Irregular. Bitches. Can I ask a quick mum question? Yeah, of course you can. I am currently um, attempting to parent a teenage boy. How are you getting on parenting a teenage boy? Ah, how old's your teenager? 16. Ah, so you're a few years ahead of me. I'm at 14. years ahead of me, Mine's still nice. Mm -hmm. Mine's still good. He's lovely. He still talks to me. I mean, lovely. He's, he's pulled back a bit. He spends more time in his room than he does downstairs. But fundamentally, but you're okay. Well, I'm looking around oh. at what's going on with his with some of his peers, and I'm thinking I'm getting off really lightly. Um, mm. So I'm just I'm just holding on by literally by my fingertips, going, please, let's just get through these next I few years. Couldn't be happier to hear that. Well, well no, it's yours a nightmare. <laughs> I definitely can't call him a nightmare, but he is he's a challenge. challenging. He's a challenge. Me, <laughs> is he, he is a challenge, yeah. <laughs> See, my, I don't know. Lovely lad, doing his GCSEs, but yeah, I think, we, we you will know, get there. It's tough. But I think it's tough for them at this age, and there's a lot of pressure on them that I certainly never felt around exams and school. And, you know, then you add in social media and all of the other stuff that they are navigating. But, yeah, so far... 
I mean, there's not a lot. There's, you know, I thought I'd be definitely getting more eye rolls. I mean, definitely won't hold my hand or give us a kiss in public anymore. Not allowed to post him on Instagram without seeking permission in advance and some kind of negotiation. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> which is fair enough. I mean, I'm really not cool, am I? Um, I think you uh, are. But other than that, well, yeah, but you're my age. You're not yeah, 14. And it's, and it's all his no, mates. You know, you, you know, and the thing is, you know, all his mates can Google me and create memes and take the piss you know when your mum's on love of huns it's not good <laughs> <laughs> although i think it's quite the badge of honor oh it's it so really is. love love love, love of love. huns i mean kate also there must be lads mag shoots of you back in the day no i never did them. place did you never? never I only did, did a couple. I feel sure I I thought you were up there, but no, I think you were just you were like no. the sexy bookish one, the one that you were like the librarian with the hair. I think? just couldn't think. I just couldn't think of a single good reason why I would take my clothes off for a photo shoot. Just like why? And I just didn't think I was that girl. Do you know what I mean? Not that you know. Loads of my mates did it. I was just like, why would you want me to do that? No, no, that was me. You you are definitely a hot piece why of not? ass. Yeah, maybe we should, maybe we should all start. Maybe we should do Calendar Girls. Get all the nineties birds. No, actually, that's a terrible idea. I, what, so why did I even open my mouth? What is? <laughs> I need to. But my self edit facility is so bad now. Anyway, listen, Kate. Thank you ever so much. You're so lovely. It's such a pleasure to have known you all these years, and we're so grateful. And for you, you to, and Lou, coming to on. Meet you. Lovely to meet you. Fab. Honestly, thank you so much for coming on and supporting our little poddy. You know, we're just over here going, hi, midlife women. And I've just been going through my Rolodex, so I do appreciate it. <laughs> You're so welcome. Irregular. Bitches. Just before we go, it's time to take a breather and reflect with our irregular bitches poet, Donna Ashworth. Anti-aging. Anti-aging creams, pills and potions, anti-aging masks, scrubs and lotions. Put them on your skin to smooth away the years, pat around your eyes and your neck, up to your ears. And don't forget your hands, they will give the game away. They show the years you've toiled so they must be hid away. Keep your body trim and the skin must stay elastic. If you worship too much sun, you can always add some plastic. But don't look too worked on because that's not seen as right. Your youth should be all natural. You must fight the ageing fight. Or you could just go get older. Show the lines this life has carved. The years you laughed and lived. The years you did not starve. Ageing is not something that we women should avoid. It's a gift of time and years that not all of us enjoy. And Mother Nature knows the beauty of the years. She paints us all with love, if only we could see. There's wisdom in these wrinkles, there's starlight in our hair. There's evidence of growth and love, the stories we can share. So, join me in our ageing. Let's love the skin we're in. Protect it, feed it, help it, sure. But let the ageing win. Because here's a little secret. If you want to look alive, the acceptance of your journey will see your body thrive. Irregular. Bitches. Um, that's all we've got time for for today. But thank you again to Kate, to my OH for producing and editing this mini beast, to Troposaurus for our theme music, and lastly, the cooling yogurt dip to my Vindaloo, Lady Lou, who always has the last word on the matter, and that is... Stay cool, bitches.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.